Hello, and welcome to the Anti-Fragile Tarot Podcast. This is your resident card slinger, Susanna, here with March's first episode. Um, I wanted to get this podcast recorded yesterday, but uh, life gets in the way. And I took to Instagram, which I'm way more active on these days, uh, to see if anyone had any requests. And one of my uh, longtime listeners, Brittany, asked me to kind of talk about woo and what I mean when I talk about woo. Um, there's a there's a book I really like by Haruki Murakami called What I Talk About When I Talk About Running. Um, and because I'm a distance runner, of course, I read that. Uh, so what I talk about when I talk about woo. You've definitely heard me use the term woo if you listen to this podcast. Um, and if not, you've already heard me say it like four times. Uh, one of my favorite uh, magical practitioners, Tommy Kelly, his uh, site and podcast is called the Adventures in Woo Woo Podcast. So what do I mean when I say uh, that's, you know, a little bit more woo, that's too woo for this Jew, which is one of my favorite Jew book groups. Um, I would like to kind of go on a definition about what I would consider woo. Woo is uh, sort of magical extraness, I would say. Um, and almost anything can fall under the woo category. Uh, tarot is, it's a woo thing. Astrology is woo. Crystals are woo. Saying prayers is woo. Lighting candles is woo. The word woo is no longer going to mean anything by the end of this podcast, and that is okay. So I guess I probably sound a little bit derogatory when I talk about woo. Um, I don't mean to. I am not a gatekeeper. I'm not here to say that the fluffy bunnies are wrong. Like, I'm not here to say that the ceremonial magicians are just way over the top. Like, no, we're all doing different things and needing different things. And sometimes it's hard for me as a, uh, a, a practitioner, even as a pro, but even more in my personal practice, it can be hard for me to um, fit in in magical groups. Because I know a lot of the social rules and theory and differences in different paths. Like, these are things that I'm, I'm very, very aware of. Um, not ignorant of them. Not, there's, you know, not that I'm calling out anyone who's ignorant, but I'm, I'm quite aware of what is considered good and bad practice. Sometimes I just don't care. Um, a lot of things that are generally considered the, the purview of a tarot card reader or someone who, you know, does have some kind of living doing witchy stuff. Um, you know, I occasionally sell or just give away candles, like dress candles, um, spell kits, blah, blah, blah. Like... When people hear that you're doing something in, in this realm, they often seem to assume that you do all the things. 
you know, oh, you read tarot cards, so you must read palms and you can read my chart. And what do you think this crystal can do for my headache? It's like, I don't know, man, maybe take some Advil. Like, I'm, I'm definitely not the most, woo, I'm not, I'm not the most, um, you know, typical practitioner that you ever did meet. I, uh, there's a lot of ways in which I differ from a lot of my witchy friends. Um, and I don't think that's a bad thing. I like the diversity. I like that we have things that we can teach each other. That's a big thing for me. You know, I feel like if you no longer have things to, to say or learn, then you're doing something wrong. And I think I've talked about that a couple of times in recent episodes as well. Like, you know, if your practice hasn't progressed at all, in a while, you know, realistically, what are you doing? And where is it going? And how are you going to get back on a track that is better for you? So, you know, I hope nobody takes offense when I when I talk about woo, because I don't mean it in a derogatory way at all. Um, I, I, I'm definitely woo. I'm too woo for my you know, normie friends, and I'm too skeptical for my super woo friends, and it kind of leaves me in this really weird spot a lot of the time, where I'm just kind of trying to do the best I can. But I suppose that's kind of my brand, and I suppose it's something that makes me different from a lot of the spiritual community, although not the entire spiritual community. Um, you know, yes, I'm, I'm playing the Instagram game, and I'm a uh, you know, following people and if they don't follow me back, I'll eventually unfollow them unless I really like what they're doing, then I'll keep following them. Um, but, like, I think the thing that I like the most about what I'm doing with Instagram is being able to connect to more people, actively seeking more connections out, because I'm not just looking for random followers. Um, I'm looking for uh, people to connect with and learn from, and it's nice to see people who are doing things differently than me. So I see areas where I can learn and grow. And it's nice to see people who are doing things very similarly to how I do them because it makes me feel a little bit less alone in how I practice. Because it can get a little bit alienating when you realize that, you know, all of your friends are super into the Sabbaths and Esbets and you are really self-conscious or you, I, I am really self-conscious saying invocations um, most of the time. And it's funny because I grew up doing much more structured magic or in a way more structured. Um, it never was quite, you know, we never worked, my mom and I never really worked with other witches or covens or whatever, but it was still more structured than what I do now, which is um, mostly just uh, chaos magic stuff, you know, <laughs> say, say just. But it's, it's not as much in the way of formal ritual. Um, I don't write down invocations. I rarely call in any corners or even really cast a circle. Like, I consider what I do kind of casting a circle because I'm making sure I'm in an energetic space to be doing what I'm doing. But 
aside from that, you know, there's not a lot in the way of, of formally doing that kind of thing. So, you know, um, it's been nice to meet other people who view tarot very psychologically. Because that's, that's another way that I often feel very alienated from, from a bigger community when I'm doing, you know, tarot readings, especially if there's another reader at an event that I'm working at. And I realize that they're offering a very different experience than I'm offering. Again, that's, I don't think that's a bad thing. I think that there's room for people of different interests and strengths. Like, I definitely don't think that's a bad thing at all. And I welcome that diversity. But all the same, it can make me feel a little worried about what I do when I realize that, you know, someone else is offering this, this psychic and mediumship and I'm literally 20 feet away telling people, I just tell you what the pretty pictures have to say. I don't know, man. I mean, yes, I, I sound a little bit more confident than that when I'm talking. But anyway, that's, that's kind of where I'm, what I'm getting at when I'm talking about woo in this context. Like... I have these these things that I do that generally fall under the woo category, but it's often not nearly as much as other people would expect. And that leads to some very interesting conversations, and actually interesting conversations. I'm not just saying, well, that's interesting. No, I, I think it's it's led to some very enlightening discussions with both more, I don't know, more um, outwardly spiritual people and with less. I've had long conversations with one of my friends who is very, very not, he, he's, he's an anti-theist. And I've had some very interesting discussions with him about what I do when I'm reading cards because you know, I can see in his face that he thinks I'm a scam artist. I mean, he doesn't. He says he doesn't, and he's gotten readings from me. But I still feel like that's kind of where he's at. And, you know, it's been interesting to me to be able to kind of step outside of, of my own comfort zone with the, with these kinds of things and say, well, you know, I may not view it as, you know, particularly spiritually as some of my fellow readers do, but there's still a very strong spiritual component to what I'm doing. Um, just because I don't really view it as, you know, spirit guiding me or connecting to any kind of external spirit doesn't mean that it doesn't have that effect, particularly for my clients. Um, you know, people getting readings from me often have that zing of recognition in themselves. And it's not my place to tell them that they're not. Just because I don't intend a reading to go in that direction doesn't mean that it isn't. Um, you know, it's it's interesting to kind of sit at that intersection then because I'm so clear about what I'm doing not necessarily being, you know, 
It's not a psychic reading. I'm not a medium. I don't read palms yet, although a friend gave me a little palm reading book, so I'm excited to uh, work on that when I'm not in danger of failing out of nursing school anymore. Um, and I am, you know, I'm just, I'm just there to read the pretty pictures to you. But, you know, again, I don't want to sound like I'm trying to divorce myself from people who are more outwardly uh, spiritual. There's nothing wrong with that. Just because it's not how I choose to represent myself or market myself doesn't mean that it's a bad thing. So I hope that nobody listening feels like, you know, they're being silly if they, um, you know, do have stronger spiritual beliefs than I do about these particular things. Um, I've always wished I had a stronger faith in that way. I've always wanted more of that. Um, and unfortunately, it just is not something that I have really been able to access regularly. Um, you know, I've never really been able to sit down and, and feel like I was connecting with something. Um, and that's, that's my, I'm not going to call it a failing because to call it a failing means that I don't like where I am or how I've gotten there. And that's not true at all. Um, I'm in fact, very happy with how everything has turned out. I like having a slightly different viewpoint than a lot of the community. Um, I like it a lot and it makes me feel like I have something else to offer. So that's a good thing in my opinion that I'm not, not like everyone else in that sense. Um, so yeah, I don't think there's anything wrong with woo. As, as much as I might occasionally sound a little derogatory about it, I'm snarky about everything, honestly. Um, so again, I, I really hope that that doesn't come off as anything more than some gentle ribbing now and again. You know, just like we'll, we'll talk about, you know, people not understanding other parts of what we do. You know, there's just, there's some, there's some give and take and ebb and flow that you got to do to uh, make yourself feel better about your place in the universe sometimes. And for me, that's occasionally pointing out that I'm not the most woo witch who ever walked the realms. But it's also nice to, um, to step into that more or less. You know, if you find yourself being a very, very spiritual person and finding, you know, all the spiritual meaning in everything, I would challenge you to maybe step outside of that mindset and try to find some more mundane reasons for certain things. Um, you know, if, if you think that, you know, you looking at uh, a situation and you're constantly finding the same numbers coming up. 
have you considered that this might be a trick of your brain making you notice that pattern more because you're aware of it? Um, you know, if you are like me and you're a little bit less on the woo side, it might be worth your while to try something else out and, you know, go play with a Ouija board or, I don't know, whatever, whatever will get you out of your particular comfort zone is a good idea. Um, and you might find that there's, there's something there that's worth exploring. Um, maybe, you know, if you know someone who's doing psychic readings or mediumship readings, give them, give them some support. If you don't think that, you know, they're a total fraud, of course. Like, you know, again, I'm, I'm pretty skeptical about a lot of the, uh, the psychic and energy work, blah, blah, blah. But I've definitely met a couple of people where I do trust I trust what they're saying. I'm not sure how they're doing it, but I trust what they're saying. And maybe I don't need to know how they're doing what they're doing. Um, again, unless, you know, I realize that they're just like, you know, hot reading me. Have you heard of that, by the way, the concept of hot reading? So we talk a lot about cold reading um, in the tarot and psychic community where you know you kind of throw out these really broad statements and then you get people reeled in and then they tell you more about their life and then you try to wow them like a lot of tarot card reading can seem like a cold reading and there are cold reading techniques used to me what differentiates you know a more um psychologically based tarot reading versus a, you know, scammy cold reading um, is not the use of the cold reading techniques. It's what you do with them and how transparent you are about them. So for instance, if I'm doing a reading and I say, all right, I see this really difficult time right here that you're having trouble getting over. And there's this particular person who's helping you out, but maybe you don't trust what they're saying, or you don't like how they're talking to you about it. You know, I tell people, this is what the cards say. Why don't you tell me any details you want to tell me? And then we can go and we can correlate them and we can get a clearer reading based on that. And we're doing that together. You know, I'm not trying to flex any kind of psychic muscles. I'm not trying to make them think that, wow, you know, you're, you're so on it. No, what, what I like to do is I like to say, we're going to use these cards to help you think about your situation in a way that you haven't thought about it before to help you get some better answers. Um, you know, sometimes the cards will say you have more work ahead until you get where you need to go, or they say it's right around the corner, chill out. Um, both of those approaches can be, you know, helpful to people. So, you know, that's, that's kind of my psychological reading, whereas a cold reading is using that same thing, but instead of instead of turning it into a collaboration between the reader and the client, you're kind of throwing out those, those cold pieces of bait and you're waiting for them to give you just a little bit and then you keep trying to, to make yourself sound like you know what's going on with them. Um, a lot of that for me is also intent. If you're using those techniques with the intent 
of making yourself sound like you know more than you do. That's an issue. Whereas if you're using those techniques to, to access your whatever, you know, without the intent to make yourself seem more psychic or, or intuitive or whatever your word of the day is, um, you know, that's where that difference is. Anyway, so hot reading is the new thing. Um, there's been a lot of articles floating around the internet lately about um, particularly scammy, large-scale, uh, I think usually mediums, not so much just regular psychics, but particularly people who are claiming to talk to the dead. And these are people who've done hot readings. And with that term, people, the the person making these these claims of abilities will go and they will hunt down people they know are going to be in the audience on social media and they will find out information that they couldn't have known without looking at social media or being told by this person like you know oh you had you had this person in your life and they always wore this yellow hat and you know then you're going to have an audience member who thinks oh my god this person is a real deal how could they have known that well they went and they, you know, stalked social media and they saw you make this RIP post about your aunt. And in all these pictures of your aunt, she had this yellow chemo cap. I don't know. Like, I don't do this kind of technique. So this is the best approximation I can come up with. So, yes, if you have the, the knowledge and or suspicion that a practitioner is employing methods like that to get their results, get their customers... Uh, by all means, I'm not saying go support them. That's not woo. That's fraud. But if, you know, your local witch shop has someone, you might it might be worth you kind of expanding your woo horizons and going in and saying, hey, you know, I don't normally work with spirits or work with mediums, but I'm curious about it and I'd like to see what you have to offer. Um and that's also uh, another point I can make before we uh, start wrapping up this episode about the difference between skepticism and being a real jerk. Um, you know, as I said, I'm I'm very skeptical about a lot of people who claim to have certain abilities, and I'm skeptical not because I think that everyone's a fake and stupid. I'm skeptical because. It hasn't matched up with my experiences um, because I do know that there are some fraudulent people out there. You know, that's that's why I'm skeptical. So, you know, I'm, I'm going to tell you that story. I think I've, I think I've mentioned this story before um, on this podcast, but it's a short one, so I can do it again. I was, I was reading cards at a bridal shower, and I was looking to... Um, I was looking to move jobs soon, but, you know, it was either going to be something that was going to happen in like a month if my application went through, or it was going to have to wait like seven or eight months or something, or a year. I don't remember the exact numbers now. Um, I think it was, I think it was like seven or eight months until I was done with a, another semester. So I, I was doing these readings and I had it, I wasn't getting, I already got paid to do it, but I did have a tip jar. Um, I wasn't paying, you know, having people pay by the reading like I normally do and you know someone comes up she's like well I don't have any cash I'm like that's okay you know I'm, I'm here I'm here all day regardless of if anyone tips she's like well you know I, I read energy is there anything that you'd you know want to ask me and 
again, I really don't work with this energy reading. I don't work with that kind of thing. Um, and in my experience, I haven't had a lot of use for it. So, you know, I didn't say that. I didn't say, oh, no, thanks. That's stupid. Like, that's rude. That would just be a rude thing to say. I said, sure. Um, you know, I'd like to know about when I can expect to be able to move out of this position that I'm in at work. She looks at me and she says, four months. I'm pretty sure it was four at this point. And I go, oh, okay. Um, I'll see what happens. Thank you so much. And took the next person. At the time, I thought, okay, well, that was cool. You know, it doesn't, doesn't affect me. And then it was really freaky when it just so happened that four months later I got the job and that I wanted actually and um it wasn't it, it was sort of like not a fluke but it was definitely uh up to the manager's discretion kind of thing so there was nothing that said it could have been four four months there's no like rhyme or reason for it it's just how things worked out and um there I was so you know when you're when you're approaching someone who does a different kind of work than you do. Um, I would say approach with politeness and maybe some curiosity. Uh, I occasionally get people coming to get readings who don't believe in tarot. I've had some really annoying people sit there and like smirk at, not very many, I must, I must preface this with I haven't had very many of these people in my tenure as a reader. Mostly I have people getting readings and their friends kind of smirking and walking off to go do something more interesting. But, you know, like smirking, like, oh, okay, well, you know, whatever. No, I didn't expect that to be whatever, whatever, whatever. I've definitely had people sit there and go, holy crap, I wasn't expecting that to be as useful as it was. How did you know that? Why did you use that phrase that I use all the time? And I'm just like, I don't know, man, pretty pictures on the cards. Um... It really is what I say, actually. Like, that's that's frequently how I uh, deflect some of the attention at the end of a reading. Is, eh, I don't know, I just told you what the pretty picture said, and we put it together. So, you know, I've, had, I've also had plenty of people who go, you know, this isn't really my thing, but I'm curious, and may as well see what the day has to say. This could be fun. And I love doing readings for those people, actually. I really love it, because... Hopefully, at the end of the day, they walked away from my table, and maybe they'll never get another tarot card reading again, and maybe they don't still don't really believe in it. But at least they had an experience that day. At least they got to, you know, have a tarot card reading that was not done just for show, that wasn't just a prelude to spend $300 on my oils or $400 on my daily coaching sessions. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with people who sell expensive oils or coaching sessions. What I'm trying to say here is people who use a tarot card reading to simply to segue into selling that kind of thing. It's not the most common behavior in a tarot community, but it's it's there. There's at least one person in my neighborhood who does it. Like it is a problem to call out. Um that said, I don't think that that's most practitioners at all uh, in, in all of my experiences I've had with this, including myself and other readers. So there's that to keep in mind. Um, yeah, you know, when approaching when approaching a, a person who is at a higher level of woo than you, whether you're, you know, a very science-based skeptical person or, 
you know, you're already firmly, you know, waist deep in the woo and you're going to, you know, go to someone who's neck deep in the woo. Um, a little humility, a little bit of curiosity and politeness go a long, long way. And again, unless there's something fraudulent going on, you know, you can end the interaction with thank you. You're not obligated to ever go back to them. You're not obligated to make this a regular part of your life or your practice. But, you know, a little bit of respect goes a long way, both for your own sense of having tried something new and for their sense of trying to provide a service. So I hope that this helped clarify a little bit of what I mean and what I talk about when I talk about woo. Um, you know, we're, we're all on a, a woo continuum, if you will, a woo spectrum. The, the Kinsey woo scale, the Goya Pack scale, that has a nice ring to it. Anyway, uh, if you have any more questions or comments or input, um, please email me. I'm antifragiletarot at gmail.com. Uh, I would love to connect with you on Instagram. I'm antifragiletarot on there. I'm doing the Instagram thing so much more lately, and now I'm like doing daily posts. I'm going to be doing this minor arcana march where I'm going to be posting different decks and talking about the symbolism and how to get more use to the minors. Um, I post regular questions and rambles in my Instagram story. So, uh, you know, it's kind of like a bite-sized version of what you hear me talk about for half an hour on here. Um, I, I'm having a lot of fun with it. I am, I'm having a lot of fun interacting with people. That's the only fun that I have on Instagram. I hate doing all the content stuff. Um, I hate having to stage my photos and make sure I post things. And yes, it's annoying. It's work. But I love being able to connect with people more, um, which is why I'm offering this podcast. So again, I would love to hear from you. Antifragiletarot at gmail.com. I'm Antifragiletarot on Instagram. Um, I'm Antifragilecard on Twitter, which I sort of use. Um, and I'm Antifragiletarot, that is two words, on Facebook, uh, where pretty much all my Instagram stuff just gets cross-posted to. Uh, if you are listening the day this is released, or very close to it, I am having a giveaway on my Instagram. Um, there's a post uh, that I'm posting about in my story daily that you can go to. All you have to do is follow me on Instagram, like that post, and tag someone you think would like my page. Not some random person, someone you actually you know, think would like it. Yes, if you're a secret tarot person, it doesn't have to be someone you've actually met. Um, it can be you know another tarot page or something, but uh, you know, just don't tag like 16 random people thinking you're going to get extra entries because you're not. I, I really do want to build genuine genuine connections here. Um, I'm announcing that on March 10th. So by the time the next podcast episode airs, I will have a winner. Um, I'll probably talk about it on the next podcast episode. Although the next one might actually be that interview, so I don't know. It might be part of it in the very beginning. Um, I'm also having a Lenormand special on my Etsy. Um, there's no code. You just go onto my Etsy and you'll see that I'm all my Lenormand uh, readings are on special right now for the month of March. Um, I'll be adding in a Grand Tableau as well. So um, hop on over. I'm Antifragile Tarot on Etsy. That is one word. I'm also on Patreon. Um, if you're listening to this podcast, it is partly... I was completely funded by my Patreon patrons. 
Um, I love having my little Patreon. It's wonderful. I'm posting at least one video a month on there uh, and some extra readings. And I also have a Discord where we get to chat and talk to each other about our lives and our readings and all this good stuff. So uh, $1 a month gets you access to that. Five bucks a month gets you a reading or more per year, depending on how you want, reading or two per year, depending on how you want to uh, break that up. Um, five and ten dollars actually are both that uh, one or one to three readings a year, just about. Um, Twenty bucks a month gets you a personalized, individualized e monthly reading in your email. Uh, so if you want to join me on there, um, I'm still working on getting older episodes of the podcast transcribed. My friend Kelly is doing that, and Kelly is wonderful. So um, we're working through the backlog. Right now, all my Patreon money is pretty much going to that. So um, even if you can't, you know, spend money on me, I really appreciate you listening, whether this is your first episode ever or you've been listening since the beginning. Thank you so much. Uh, I hope you have a witchy and or wonderful day, and I'll be back on the 15th. Bye.